you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein, episode 86. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast, where we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. So, hi guys, how are you this week? Hope you are doing well. The title, I think the title of this episode is Three Tips to Improve Behavior Since Lecturing, Punishing, and Yelling Doesn't Seem to Be Working. And, and what made me think about this is I was leaving a Vox, which is that audio texting app that I use in my private groups. And, um, and I was leaving a Vox for a mom who is a mastermind mom who's been in it for a while. And she was like, she left me a message and she basically said like, I need a refresher because baby number three, and I haven't had a baby in a while, who's now 17 months old, uh, he he got upset about something and he like when he gets upset he'll like smack me in the face like remind me what i'm supposed to do again and so we had a little refresher and and it made me think that maybe you guys would find that little clip helpful so um so you know she was just she was like okay what am i supposed to do what am i supposed to say again and i kind of walk her through uh how to see it and how to kind of understand it. And most importantly, I think the, the big takeaway for her was we look at these situations quite often like, oh gosh, I can't believe we're already here. What happened to my little innocent baby? So delicious. And now all of a sudden he's becoming this toddler and he's like smacking me in the face when I try to grab a tooth, toothbrush away from him. But he's like trying to run around the house with a toothbrush. He's going to po- poke his eyeball out. How did I get here? Oh, I'm not ready for this. And I forgot about this stage. And so we think about that. And, and what I said to her was, um, you know, this is an opportunity to skill build with him to not just grab the toothbrush away necessarily. And I'd said this, I don't think in the Voxer clip that I left for you guys, I say exactly this, but I said this in a later Voxer was, was we miss the opportunity so often to look at a situation and just meet it where it is and, um, and teach our kids the things to help them improve future behavior. So She's looking at him being, it's a dangerous situation and she grabs the toothbrush away and he gets frustrated and he smacks her in the face. But really what the opportunity is, is for this little tiny 17 month old to learn 
the feeling of when he's frustrated and he has this big emotion that he can do something other than hit. And, um, and so when we just grab it away over and over again, we're missing that opportunity to actually build new skills, which in this situation would be being able to manage a feeling of frustration rather than just hitting. And so there's a way to do it. And, and what I said was, you know, you got to work on, there's three things really that, well, I broke it down for you guys here. There's really three things to focus on when you want to see a situation that appears problematic as an opportunity to actually teach your children something that's going to help them to improve future behavior and improve their life in some way. Like, isn't it nice at, if at 17 months old, you learned how to deal with feelings of frustration and, um, and, ha- and learned impulse control when somebody took something away from you or you felt super frustrated, what you could do instead of smack someone or get aggressive, which as you get older, a lot of times turns into, you know, blasting someone verbally blaming um, all these lovely behaviors that we do to cope with the feeling of frustration. What if we could start teaching our 17-month-olds how to deal with the behavior underneath the hitting and really help them develop these, these amazing skills to be able to feel all the emotions in your life? Like you don't have to be scared of the uh, emotion of frustration or anger or disappointment because we're able to handle all the things because we were trained on it from the time we were little bitty. Do y'all see how impactful that is? And so what I said to the mom is, um, really, you got to do you first. That's step one, right? You do you first. So baby's running around with, with the toothbrush and you're just thinking you want him to be safe. So you grab it away from him. He gets frustrated. He smacks you. And she's like, what do I do in that moment? I'm like, First and foremost, when anyone smacks you in the face, you say, ow, and you get yourself to safety. If that means that he's all violent and physical, you put him in his crib and you get yourself to safety. You take some deep breaths, you walk, you get a little something, you know, you're thrown off. Put him somewhere where he's contained so that you can take care of you. Don't hit, put him before you in this moment. You were the victim. You just got hit. So you go do you. You take care of yourself. You calm yourself down first and foremost. So withdraw your attention from him, but not from a ma- manipulative place, from a place of you deserve to go and take care of yourself when you just got smacked in the face, right? Like that's called... Um, having self-compassion and respect for yourself and going and taking care of you. So focus on you first and making sure you're okay. I said, secondly, you also remember when you do that, when you just put him aside and you go, you're out and you go and focus on yourself. You're also not accidentally creating that pattern of little kids don't care if it's positive or negative attention. All attention's attention for mom. So if at 17 months old, they start to learn that when they get physical and aggressive, mom, you know, drops everything and focuses fully on them, you accidentally support and reinforce that negative attention-seeking behavior. Now, the child wasn't trying to seek negative attention, but hey, when they smack you and all of a sudden mom, the star of the show, is 
100% focused on them, they're going to do more of that smacking behavior and hurting you behavior because it has worked in the past to get your undivided attention. So you accidentally reinforce the pattern that you're trying to get rid of because you're super focused and talking. So when you put them aside and go take care of you first and foremost, you not only A, put that you're a person that's that's worthy of being taken care of first there and put on your own oxygen mask, you also don't accidentally reinforce that negative attention-seeking pattern by giving them all this attention for that. So first, you do you, and you don't reinforce that negative attention accidentally. Second, we got to get to the root. We got to get to the root of of when he smacked, what was going on. And, and that's where we want to begin by naming the feeling rather than the misbehavior in this moment. Doesn't mean we're not going to get to later. We're going to not get to hitting hurts. Hitting's not okay. This family's loving. You know, we're not, we're going to get to that place of standing up for what we stand for and spelling it out. But right now, you do you, you get yourself to safety, you don't reinforce the negative attention. Number two, get to the root. Name the feeling rather than the misbehavior. You know, after you come back, after you're okay and whatever, and you go and you pick them up and you say, you were so frustrated, you were so mad, you wanted mommy to know, you wanted the toothbrush, you were so upset, you were so mad, you were frustrated. And you wanted mommy to know. So you're naming the feeling. Am I getting that? Is, is that true? Is that right? You wanted mommy to know you were mad. You wanted the toothbrush. You loved the toothbrush. You were mad that mommy took the toothbrush away. So you're just naming what was going on, what was underneath the hitting behavior rather than just saying, no hitting. You hit mommy. That hurts. No hitting. No hitting. What we focus on grows. If you talk about the hitting and the hitting and the hitting, you're just going to get more hitting and you're giving a lot of negative attention to that. We want to get to underneath what's underneath the hitting. Um, and then the third thing is we're going to focus on the skill building because what we focus on grows. So when we name the feeling and if you, if you, you have a child calming down and they're like, and you're like, you wanted the toothbrush, you love the toothbrush. And they're, you know, saying yes, yes, yes. And you're going to say, so say, mommy, I love the toothbrush. I want the toothbrush. And now you got a 17-month-old. They don't have the language, but it's okay. They're understanding so much. Say, I, I want the toothbrush. I want the toothbrush. And then we can talk about the safe ways that you can use the toothbrush. The toothbrush happens in the bathroom. Where do we brush our teeth? That's right, in the bathroom. So you want the toothbrush? Let's go. We'll sit on the sink. You want to brush your teeth? Let's go do it. So now we're skill building by showing him exactly where he uses the toothbrush, how he uses the toothbrush safely. And we go and we do that. Now all of a sudden you've got a 17-month-old who fully understands toothbrushes are not for running. They're for sitting at the sink in the bathroom and brushing your teeth. That's what a toothbrush is used for, right? We focus, we skill, we were doing the skill building. That's where we put our energy. That's what we highlighted. So I want y'all to think about that when you are accidentally reinforcing 
and focusing on all the negative behaviors and then continue to get more and more and more and more of that. There's a reason and there's a way to disrupt that. And so that's what I've got for you guys this week. I hope you find it helpful. Have a good one. Yeah. And remember, so when you go back to them, you're going to be like, because he'll probably start screaming and crying when you like put him down and walk away. Or if you put him in the crib and walk away, you know, when he hits you or whatever, just be like, ow. And you should quickly put him down. It's just the way, you know, you would, it's like you have boundaries kind of thing. Like you, like maybe it took your breath away. Like you, you're not going to, you got to take care of you before you address him. So that's kind of what you're, it's what you're modeling is the world doesn't revolve around you. Like you just freaking smacked me in the face, you know? So you don't even have to say anything. It's like your actions speak louder than words. So you disengage and it's like, it's like, you would do for any little, it's, it, it's going to the victim first, basically. You're just the victim. And so when you go back to him, he's screaming, he's crying or whatever. And you say, you say, you were really mad and you wanted mommy to know. You were really frustrated. You wanted mommy to know. And he's going to look at you and you're going to like take a breath and, and, and you're going to say, you're going to say, calm you know, be calm and make your voice like mine. I can understand you. I can help you. Tell mommy why you were so mad. Tell mommy why you were so frustrated. You were so mad. And if you know, if you're like, you're so mad, it's the state, the obvious. You wanted the blah, blah, blah. You got so mad. You wanted mommy to know. And so you hit me because you wanted mommy to know. So that's the positive intent, which is basically saying, you were so mad, but you forgot the words to ask. You were so mad you wanted mommy to know. So you're going to the root of the behavior when you come back to them, right? Rather than talking about the hitting. You were so mad and you wanted mommy to know. And you, and you, didn't, and you forgot the words, so you hit mommy. You wanted me to know. You were so mad. And he's going to, you know, and say, okay. <sighs> Tell mommy, I was so mad. I wanted such and such. I wanted that. Did you want that? Look at me. Is that what you wanted? Is that what you wanted? So you're, you're making him feel understood and getting to the root of the frustration. And you're modeling the thing that he was so mad about. You're, you know, you're modeling words to say. Even though he can't say the words yet, you're modeling that. And so you get to the root of it. So next time you want something, what do you say? And right now, you know, it was when he knows and understands so much and he doesn't have the language, it's like, imagine if you had a stroke and you were like, you know, somebody was in your room and you needed them to help you and you were mobilized and, you know, and you needed them to help you with something and they couldn't understand and couldn't understand because your mouth wasn't working. Like, you might like get pissed and throw something across the room because you're like, get me the fucking thing because you are so frustrated because you know it in your head, but you can't express it. So that's what's going on for him a lot of the time. That's why we really want to get to the root of why he smacked you in the face. Um, you know, and so you address that and you, and you help him to feel understood and you, and you, and once he feels understood, once you see his perspective and you say, you say, 
you understand, do you understand? And then actively listen by just basically through expression. You're looking at him. He's looking at you. He's nodding his head. You're giving him hugs. He's calming himself down. You're calming yourself down. That's so hard to do. You were so frustrated. You were so frustrated. Come here. Give me a hug. Give me a hug. Yes, that's right. And then you go back to it and you're like, so when you want it, Mommy doesn't understand because sometimes mommy's ears are clogged. I don't hear her. I didn't understand. You know, you just blame it on yourself. And you say, and you, and you breathe. And you say, mommy, mommy. And you point and you show me. You take me there. You can take my hand and you can take me there. Take me there now. Show me what it is you want. Let's do it. Let's practice. And so you just go through. So now you've like really taken the time to help him you've let him know it matters to me when you're frustrated i'm here to help show me where it is and you've modeled all that and you know and you said you wanted me to know how frustrated you were and you didn't know how to tell me so you so you hit me because you wanted me to know it hurt mommy hitting's never okay so show me next time show me can you show me show me now practice and, you know, and so now you're kind of, he's, he's getting your attention by practicing how to do it better next time. We've taken the time rather than taking the time to lecture and admonish and focus on the hitting and the hitting and the hitting. We've taken the time to focus on that we're here to help him with the frustration. We're here to spend our time skill building on what to do next time you're angry or frustrated or mommy's ears are clogged and I can't understand or hear you. Yeah? So um, what we focus on grows and now we're focusing on the skill building. Uh, so yeah. Hey guys. If you want to close the gap between the parent that you currently are when your kids are pushing your buttons and the parent that you always intended to be, that calm, cool, and collective parent, no matter what's going on around you, I have my recipe for you. I wrote about it in my book, The Parent Gap, and I'd love to give you the free audio version. All you have to do is text the number 44222, that's 44222, and put the message in Mastermind Parenting, that's all one word, all caps, Mastermind Parenting to 44222, and we will send you over a free copy of my audio book, The Parent Gap, ASAP.